What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the UFC Quick Picks here on the Mayo Media Network. My name is Brad Apley from DailyFanMMA.com. Going to give you my favorite cash gameplay, tournament play, salary play, and fade of the week over there on DraftKings. We have UFC Vegas 33 this weekend. Uriah Hall versus Sean Strickland. Not the highest profile event in the world, but I think there's still 13 fights. Some big prizes across the industry. So why not? Let's get to it. Four plays for this week on DraftKings. As always, before I get into it, though, make sure you're subscribed to the channel here on the Mayo Media Network. Like the video. Helps us out a lot. And comment below who your favorite DraftKings play is of the week. I, I know there wasn't much love for Cesaro Eubanks last week, but, man, she came through for us. I'm excited to hear what you guys have to say for this event. And without further ado, my cash gameplay of the week is going to be Nicholas Stolze there at 7K. All right, cash games this week. Yes, it is a rare week for me to give out a 7K fighter in cash games, but uh, I mean, this is a rare scenario. Nicholas Stolze down there at 7K is a minus 200 favorite over Jared Gooden. How does this happen? Well, Stolze was originally supposed to fight Munir Lazez. Lazez is a pretty solid prospect. And Lazez was a minus 200 favorite, priced up at 9.2K. Stolze was the underdog at 7K, but Lazez pulled out of his fight, and the UFC brought in Gooden on, Jared Gooden on short notice. So now the odds have been remade. Stolze is a minus 200 favorite. Gooden is plus 170 as the underdog, and Gooden's priced at 6.8K. So we're... <laughs> We're essentially guaranteed a winner, either 7K or 6.8K on this slate, which has happened before, but it's very, very rare. And from a cash game perspective, I simply cannot ex ignore Stolze at this price. I'm actually not like a big fan of his as a fighter. He's 12-4 and four professionally, um, three wins by knockout, five by submission. He's only fought once in the UFC and he lost by decision to Ramazan Emiev, uh, was taken down four times, only landed 30 strikes. I mean, I think Stolze has a, a decent kicking game at range. I believe he's a purple belt in jiu-jitsu, some adequate wrestling and grappling at best. But honestly, I, I mean, honestly, I'm not sure that this line is correct. I, I wouldn't be betting Stolze at this price. I worry that the line should be closer. I think Gooden's even live for an upset. However, in cash games, none of that really matters. I'm looking for value. Uh, I'm looking for safety. And Stolze is mispriced by uh, many hundreds of dollars. Um, if DraftKings repriced the card today, he would be about you know 9K. So he's about two thousand um, dollars underpriced right now and jared gooden excels at a lot of things for what he lacks is you know maybe some questionable takedown defense and that is probably a path to victory for stolze 
in this matchup. So if Stolze wins, I do expect it to come at least in part from wrestling and grappling, which scores very well on DraftKings. So you're getting a fighter who's not only extremely likely to win at 7K compared to the fighters around him. I mean, he's 66% chance to win. He also has a, a path to victory that could score well on DraftKings. So he's a lock and load in cash games for me. Based on that value alone, we cannot ignore it. In tournaments, I do think it's worth pivoting to Gooden there. Both fighters, excuse me, Stolse will definitely be very popular in tournaments as well. Um, Gooden will act as a strong leverage play in tournaments at 6.8K because if he wins, you're getting a 6.8K fighter that's winning and scoring quite well, and you're killing off potentially 60, per, 60 to 70% of the field on Stolze at 7K. So uh, Stolze is not a must-play in tournaments. I definitely think pivoting to Gooden is a strong option, but I'm going to be very heavy on that fight as a whole in tournaments, and Stolze will be my cash game play of the week at 7K. Moving on to my tournament play of the week, I'm going to give out Ronnie Lawrence at 8.7K. I, I do expect him to be popular but it's for good reason. Lawrence has shown the ability to be a high volume wrestler, and that's one of my favorite types of fighters to target on DraftKings. He's fought once in the UFC officially, but he also fought in the Contender Series in 2020. And he's landed 20 takedowns combined in his two UFC fights. And furthermore, he's attempted 26 takedowns. So... I don't really care what your name is or how good you are at fighting. If you're going to attempt 13 takedowns per fight and you have the ability, the, the cardio, the energy, the skill to land 8 or 12 takedowns in less than 15 minutes, you have a massive ceiling on DraftKings and I'm going to target you. Ronnie Lawrence at 8.7K is no different. Um... He's a little bit overpriced, to be honest. He's only minus 147, minus 150 to win over Trevin Jones. And Jones um, has a mild wrestling background. He hasn't really faced any wrestling in the UFC. So this isn't like a guaranteed spot for Lawrence. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he simply did not have as much success in this fight as he has in his past fights because he's facing better competition now. However, his path to victory seems to be based on takedowns. I don't think he's going to want to stand and trade with Jones. He's going to try and wrestle. He either has success or he doesn't. If he does have success, it's going to be a lot of ground control, many takedowns, uh, many strikes. He's coming off a win against Vince Cachero in which he scored 135 points on DraftKings. Eight takedowns landed, 77 significant strikes, uh, nearly nine minutes of control time. And his inside distance line isn't even that bad in this matchup. It's plus 240, plus 220. So and he does have finishing potential as well. I, I don't think this is a lock spot by any stretch, but I really like the upside if Lawrence wins. Like I said, it's going to come from grappling. 135 points already scored in his UFC debut. I do think he's going to be quite popular, but... At 8.7K, he's too difficult for me to ignore. He is going to be my tournament play of the week at 8.7K. Moving on to my salary play of the week. I don't know if people are going to be on this fighter. I'm going to give out Colin Anglin at six. Uh, sorry, 7.6K. He is making his UFC debut against another newcomer in Melsic Bagdasarian. Anglin is 8-1 professionally, and I, I think he's an all right fighter. I mean, he has some technical skill on the feet. 
He's got some power. He's earned four wins by knockout. He has like a high school wrestling background, a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. I don't think he's some great prospect by any stretch, and I don't even mind him being the underdog here. He's only plus 115, though, so he is a value play at 7.6K. It's He has a very reasonable shot to win based on the betting line. More importantly, though, I like the dynamic of this matchup because Bagdasarian is a pretty high-level kickboxer. Um, he's 5-1 and one professionally in MMA, but he is a striker. And we really haven't seen him tested on the ground very much. Um, he did win a decision on the Contender Series, but his wins prior to that, a 7-second knockout, 9-second knockout, 32-second knockout, and 14-second knockout. He's only 5-1. and one. So these are the types of wins he has. And he did get taken down a couple times on the Contender Series, looked okay, was able to scramble back to his feet, but I do think sooner or later he's going to get exposed on the mat. It's kind of just a matter of time. I mean, there are there are fighters like Giga Chikatse, for example, who comes from a similar background, you know, where we have questions about his grappling, and so far his grappling has, has held up. And so there's a chance that Bagdasarian's grappling holds up enough, especially in this matchup, but... Down the road, I just don't I don't see it. I just I am pretty confident he's gonna give up takedowns and he's going to get exposed by actually good or great wrestlers, submission grapplers. Whether Anglin is good enough to expose him, that's a different question. But I'm willing to take a chance on him for seven point six K. We've we already talked about Stolze is gonna be very, very popular. I think Phil Rowe is gonna be very popular. I think Ronnie Yaya is gonna be very popular. Colin Anglin is just kind of sitting there at seven point six K. No one really knows who he is. Making his UFC debut may not be a great fighter, but has some value, like I mentioned, at plus 115 to win and has some grappling upside. If he wins, I think it comes from takedowns and potentially a submission. This fight is um, surprisingly minus 125 to go the distance, but you know that still gives us some room for finishing potential. Bagdasarian, I think, has a lot of not maybe not a lot but certainly has knockout upside in this fight so i don't think england is safe at all i like bagdasarian for tournaments as well but in terms of a salary play i'm certainly willing to take shots on england given the dynamic of the matchup given the potential weaknesses that bagdasarian could have on the mat so he's going to be my salary play of the week there at 7.6k finally i'm going to give out my fade of the week and it's going to be cheyenne buys at 8.9k and this one's actually a bit maybe uncomfortable for me to give out because I I think Buys is more talented than people are giving her credit for. She's coming off that really terrible UFC debut loss where she just got head and arm thrown four times and just held in a headlock for 15 minutes nearly. I mean, 10 minutes officially. It's just such a specific technique that I don't really know that it tr it'll translate into other matchups and I, and I don't think you know her takedown defense is horrible by any stretch I just think it's kind of a, a weird matchup there I think she's maybe being undervalued here so I I actually like Cheyenne buys I'm picking her to win this fight and I think she has some wrestling upside because she's fighting Gloria de Paula who just lost to Jin Yu Frey gave up two takedowns could not get up to her feet gave up nearly 10 minutes of control so I think we could see a good score from buys at 8.9K. Um, 
<laughs> this is all to say that she's my fate of the week because a I want to give you a, a fighter who's priced highly. I don't want to give you you know Jason Witt at 6.6k. But the problem with buys is that this range is just chocked full of finishers, and I don't think buys has a great chance to win inside the distance, which definitely limits her ceiling. Um, let me double check what her inside distance line is. The fight as a whole is minus 300 to go the distance, first of all. Buys is plus 465 inside the distance. So that's that's a pretty poor mark. And there's no guarantee that she wrestles. I think that's a path to victory for her. But she's a striking first fighter. She landed 90-something significant strikes on the Contender Series. Um, I, I don't know for sure that she's going to wrestle. I just think it's a path to victory for her. And even if she does, I mean, she you know, Brian Barbarina at 9.6K has a chance to win by first round knockout. Hoffa Garcia, same thing. Sean Strickland, main event um, with knockout potential. Nico Montano, I think, has more wrestling upside than Cheyenne buys. Orion Kosi, if he wins, that's probably a finish. Ronnie Lawrence, we talked about, I already gave him out as my tournament play of the week for his wrestling upside. Bagdasarian, I mentioned, as early knockout upside. So, it's more of the price range where buys is in at 8.9k if she scores 85 90 95 points that's great that's probably her ceiling i don't know that she's certainly going to get that high but if she scores 90 points that's awesome i i still think she's probably going to get beaten out by some of the other fighters in this range and with a plus 465 inside the distance line and no guarantee that she's going to wrestle at all it's pretty tough to invest any significant amount of money in Cheyenne buys just other better fighters in this range, better finishers, and other fighters who have more grappling upside. So I do like Cheyenne buys to win. I think she's maybe being undervalued by the public a little bit, but on DraftKings at 8.9K, she is going to be my fade of the week. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Thank you so much for the support. As always, dailyfanmma.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns, needs, got projections, uh, you know, full breakdowns, podcasts, rankings, betting content, everything you want for this UFC Vegas Hall versus Strickland slate. You can follow me on Twitter at BrettAppley, double T, double P. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, and comment below who your favorite play of the week is. Thank you guys so much. Best of luck this week. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.